You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What to watch in training camp next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer, and we are talking about what you need to keep an eye on as training camp gets underway. Pretty much every team is going to be fully reported to training camp by Tuesday of this week. Actually, every single team. A few of them have already had their rookies. A few teams have already fully reported, but Tuesday is going to be the day that we start to get a flood of injury updates and the latest on depth charts and our first practices and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to have a ton to talk about over the next week or so. And the first training camp storyline, I think we need to keep it on. is just all kinds of injury stuff. It's kind of a, a big umbrella there, but one, how guys like Brees Hall and Kendra Miller and JK Dobbins has this undisclosed thing. Like hopefully we can get more updates on these guys as they're working their way back from the injuries and stuff so that we can get a sense of, Who's going to be available be even beyond that? I mean, we've already seen it with Chiefs camp. Kadarius Tony had offseason knee surgery, aggravated that during the first day of practice, and we don't know if he's going to be available for even week one at this point. So, yeah, that's the one thing to keep an eye on is guys who are coming back from injuries, but also the beginning of training camp is when the most injuries happen. Guys are working their way back. Soft tissue injuries are always a concern here. There's going to be some kind of league-changing catastrophic injury in the next week. That's just how the first week of training camp works. My goodness. I'm just saying that's how it goes. I've I've been doing this long enough to know that there's going to be some kind of injury. Hopefully I'm wrong, but that's just generally how it goes. So that's the one thing, the biggest thing that we have to keep an eye on in the first week or so of training camp. Adam, give me some of your storylines to watch. Exactly. I'm going to try to pick things up a little bit with uh, two elite running backs who are not in camp. Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, this is uh, this is disturbing from a non-injury standpoint, but how far do they slide the mm-hmm. longer and longer they sit out? You know, just the thought that they're going to miss all of preseason and, and all of training camp and come back and, and be fine. And, you know, it's a little scary it, it because... Yeah. What if they come back and say, oh, actually, they're going to be a snap on a snap count in week one? Well, that's, you know, that's not an insignificant thing if you're trying to decide between Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs and a guy like Nick Chubb or Tony Pollard or something mm-hmm. like that. Just want to see what happens to their ADPs. I, I, I hope you're not drafting right now because I want to see how this plays out. But I am going to be a little bit cautious with them, especially Jacobs. He seems really pissed off. And it yeah. would surprise me if he missed some games. I, I'm working on my team preview series for CBSSports.com, and I, I have both Jacobs. I'm doing sleepers, breakouts, and busts for each team. And I have both Jacobs and Barkley listed as busts for their respective teams. And it's not – look, if, if they're healthy, if they're good to go in week one, if they're ready and motivated and all that stuff by week one, I think they're both probably top five running backs given the roles that they're likely to have in their offense. But – 
the concern for me is not necessarily that they miss time because the CBA just doesn't incentivize anyone to really hold out. It's such a big risk. The risk would be they hold out until the last week before the season starts. Yeah. But they're at the start of their training camp form right. when everyone else is preparing for the season. They've got the enhanced injury risk. They've got, you know, they're behind everyone else. And it just either makes them more susceptible to an early season injury or just gets them off to a slow start that they may not recover from. That's, so that's the concern with both of those guys. Really underrated. The slow start, the slow start is underrated to me and not really something that we will know. Hopefully we won't have to worry about it. Um, other storyline that I want to see is I'm just going to focus on Jacksonville. I just want to see sure. what Calvin Ridley looks like. You know, that's a guy we talked about him on the, uh, the full length episode on Monday of a potential riser and talking to somebody who could not really skyrocket, but, but firmly put himself in round three without any questions. I mean, you're talking about in the T Higgins, Chris Olave range, Calvin Ridley has had a better season than either of them, obviously than Olave, but Calvin Ridley has been a top five wide receiver. Mm -hmm. There's really nobody behind him other than, you know, maybe Michael Thomas, uh, Chris yeah. Godwin. There aren't that many guys who have shown that. So what's going on in Jacksonville camp? How up to speed is Calvin Ridley? How good does Trevor Lawrence look? Is this the offense that's going to blow up this year? I think there's a very, very good chance Calvin Ridley's price starts to rise solely because he's a guy, I think he's a very good wide receiver, but I think he's also a guy who, especially looks really good in practice because his footwork is so good. One-on-ones, like having to cover that guy, a guy who gets open like that in one-on-ones is just so tough for any defensive back. He's going to, there's going to be several uh, grainy training camp videos that, that Calvin Ridley ends up looking like a superstar. And, and look, he may end up being a superstar. I certainly think it's possible, but there's, there's also risk being away from the game for basically two seasons. The last time we saw him in 2021, he didn't look like himself. He's talked about what he was going through off the field in that time. So there's a lot going on there. I think he's a big boomer bust player. I think he's wide receiver 15 for me in the rankings. And I don't think I'm going to move him up too much from here, but I can obviously see him being a top 12 wide receiver this season without, uh, without too much changing. So, those are some things to keep an eye on in training camp. There's a really good piece on CBSSports.com from Jamie Eisenberg where he goes through 10 storylines to track throughout training camp. So make sure you check that out. We'll see you tomorrow for FFT and 5.